0: longer than an hour, okay? <laughs> um, so, this morning at Anthem Church, Pastor Chase is preaching a message on, would Jesus be a Democrat or a Republican? Oh. So, that's what he's preaching on. I do there, bro. so we're good. <laughs> but, t- today, I've entitled this message, would Jesus be a Cowboy fan or a 49er fan? Oh. But what if this happened? What if Jack Prescott goes out into the game and they all huddle up and they say, okay, this is the game plan, Got from the coach, they huddle up and then they leave the field and they run and they go over and they sit down on the bench. Then 30 seconds later they get back up and say, okay, let's huddle up. What's the game plan? And then they get the game plan. Oh, right, here's the play we're going to run. This is what the defense is doing. We've got to be ready to attack this, this, and this. And then they get the game plan, they go back, and they sit down on the bench again. That'd be a lot more like the New York Giants offense this year, right? <laughs> that's, that's not how you play the game. in a similar way, we can come to church, and we go to a tree, and we huddle up, and we get encouraged, and we get lifted up. And we can even get a game plan. But if we go back home and we just do this thing again, if we're doing this in our marriage, if we're doing this with our kids, if we're doing this with our friends, our family, we're not going to be all that God has called us to be. We're not going to be more than conquerors. So we are. So we need a game plan. And we need a game plan that we're actually going to do. Our theme verse for this week, Romans chapter 8, verse 37. And all these things, we are, say it with me, more than conquerors through him who loved us. And I love how this verse says, we are more than conquerors. Let's keep it up there real quick. We are more than conquerors. This is like, this is an identity statement of who we are now in Christ because he has loved us. And in a Christian life, who what you do is an outflow of who you And when you want to be anything, it's better to be motivated by your identity rather than be motivated by just what you do. For example, if you want to lose 25 pounds, you can lose 25 pounds. And then what happens? You gain it back. You can reach your goal of losing 25 pounds, but then you gain it back. But if your goal is to be a healthy person, to eat healthy, to be healthy, to exercise, that kind of thing, It's that identity of being a healthy person. Not only do you lose the weight, but you can keep it off because that's your identity now. That's who you are. So it's not just a goal that you've accomplished, but it's a person you have become. We are more than conquerors through Him who has loved us. This morning, I want to present two identities before you. You can be careless, or you can be a conqueror. And the thing is, We've all been careless before. And careless men do care. Careless men do care about getting that promotion at work. Careless men do care about being a good father. Careless men do care about being a good husband, a good brother, a good friend. They do care about all those things. They just care less. They care less than they need to to actually be the man that God has called them to be, and conquerors care enough and have a game plan that they put into action to do what god has called them to do in every day you make choices of whether or not you want to be careless or a conqueror luke chapter 9 verse 23 jesus says whoever wants to be my disciple must deny himself and take up their cross say with me daily Take up their cross on Sundays, no. take no. up their cross on the ministry. Tree, Take up their cross like when they feel like it. Whoever feels like taking up a cross anyways, right? Take up their cross daily and follow me. God is obsessed with your day, with your everyday life. That's what Jesus wanted to emphasize. If you want to be my disciple. If you want to be a follower of me, this has to be a daily thing. Not just like a once in a while when you feel like a hey, thing. This is a daily commitment that we make to our Lord and Savior. And so today, we're going to talk about a day in the life of a careless man. A day in the life of a careless man and a day in the life of a conqueror. And so I'm going to give you guys not the outline, nothing into this message. I'm going to show some pictures, some, some stuff up on the slides that you can actually take a picture on your phone so you have a game plan going back home, okay? This is going to be extremely practical for you guys. We're going to talk about how do you be a conqueror in your life physically, relationally, professionally, and spiritually. So we're going to start out with the physical. You guys, it's the worst day in human history. Monday morning. <laughs> You don't want to get up. Do you have any morning people in here? Oh my gosh, you guys. Of course you're morning the morning. The morning people. My wife's a morning person. Do you have any night people? Or like, kind uh, of like, just not morning here? So look, the morning people, they wake up and they like the sun. I don't want sun coming through my window. I like a vampire. I don't want to see the sun in the morning. The morning people, they wake up, they're like, oh Lord mercies are new every morning and then for the people that aren't like that, like a little bit more like me, like oh my gosh, it's another day, and this is the Bible verse that I need waking up in the morning, in the book of Proverbs chapter 6 verse 9 through 11, how long will you lie there you slugger when will you get up from your sleep a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. Here's the deal, conquerors, get up. Careless men hit the snooze button. Conquerors, get up. I call this the no. I've heard. I've heard this called the no snooze rule. And for those of you guys that are morning people, we don't have a problem with hitting the snooze button. Even still, the principle here is to make your morning. Matter. You make your morning matter. Here's what happens when you hit the snooze button. The alarm wakes you up. It triggers this part of your brain called the amygdala. It gets your adrenaline going. You know, like when you first wake up, you get that little flutter in your heart. Your adrenaline gets going just a little bit. If you stifle this by trying to go back to sleep, it actually can cause heart problems long term in your life also it does something to you mentally it tells your brain that your day doesn't matter that much you start out your day with an attitude of procrastination and even if you wake up right away from your alarm, if you just wake up and you get ready and go straight to work but you don't do do anything to make your morning matter spiritually, physically, we're going to talk about that later, but if you don't do anything to make your morning matter, make today matter, you're telling your brain today doesn't matter that much I can take care of that tomorrow that's the attitude of the sluggard. that's the attitude of a careless man but a conqueror gets up because today matters careless men take care of their health when they feel like it conquerors do it when they don't Thank God we don't have to live our lives based on our feelings. We don't have to. If we did, I would have killed Adam the first night. (laughs) Exactly. Thank God we don't have to live our lives that way. The thing is, we all know that feelings will come up every day. We know that that, we we know that feeling will come at lunchtime where it's like like eating that cheeseburger we know that feeling will come up when we get home when we don't really feel like hanging out or having quality time with the family we just want to veg out in front of the TV we know those feelings will come but conquerors make choices ahead of time that are contrary to the feelings that we see in our future and so pre decide one small daily thing you can do to take care of your health. I gave you guys some examples on the screen. Those are just little examples. I'm not up here to give you guys like a physical fitness talk, okay? That's not the point of this. You guys all know little things. But I wanna encourage you guys to start really small. Start really small. Because if the game plan is too big, you're not gonna start it. Start with something that is realistic for you and something that's really gonna do, something small. The next aspect of your life, after physical, relational, careless men hope that positive friendships and relationships will happen, but conquerors make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. They make it happen. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, in your marriage, all right, for those of you guys that are married, I'm not married, guys, I'm going to talk to you guys in just a second, but for those of you guys that are married, what are you doing to make your marriage better right now? For some of us, we might say, I don't know that's the wrong answer because if you don't know the answer is that's nothing what are you doing to make your marriage better Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 one of the most famous verses on marriage for us husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and did what say it with me he gave, gave oh he gave himself up for the church what are you giving up? For your wife. Are you giving up time to spend with her? Are you giving up things to pursue, her or to pursue her on a weekly basis? Are you cleaning anything in the house? Are you serving her? Are you doing some dishes? Are you helping out by washing the kids so she can have a break? What are you giving up for your wife? This is how we're called to treat our wives. As Christ has given himself up for us, his bride the church. We give ourselves up for our wives. The next aspect relationally is brotherhood. All of us need brotherhood. We need it. A brother is someone to hold you accountable to the man you are trying to become and to encourage you on your journey. The most famous uh, Bible verse that lots of ministries use that Jacob referenced this morning is this one in Proverbs chapter 27, that as iron I say iron funny, so don't make fun of me. I don't know how to say that word. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Here's what's interesting about this verse to me. When iron is sharpening iron over and over and they keep sharpening each other, they both get sharper together. And they're sharper by the end than when they started. And as you have accountability and brotherhood in your life, it shouldn't just be the same. You should be growing together. It shouldn't just be like every week, should just be, all right, man, what'd you look at? You know, did you look at something you're not supposed to? Were you choking the chicken this week? Like, what, you know, it's not just that. It's, it's, it's accountability to grow. What are you reading? What's God showing you? What's God teaching you? I personally have an accountability partner I talk to like two or three times a week about what are we reading? What Christian books are we reading? What's God showing us through His Word? How's our marriage? How's our finances? You know, we talk about all kinds of the news, whatever. It's just so many that you can share life with and be honest with. And so with that, we also have men's small groups that, can we show that picture right there, up, up there for the uh, relational part? We have men's small groups that we are also starting up. So, okay, that's fine. Uh, we're going to talk about that at the end here. Next, professionally. Work was created before the fall. Did you know that? Work wasn't this thing that came into our world when sin came into our world. Before sin came into our world, God told Adam and Eve to fill the earth, have dominion over it. He's like, you're in charge. Spread my image. Take care of this earth. God gave them a job. And so sometimes it feels like work Sucks, but when the world was perfect, people still worked. And so maybe the problem isn't our work. Maybe the problem is our perspective on work. Maybe the problem is that we don't see how God wants to use our work for his kingdom purposes. And so work primarily for contribution, not compensation. Look, work is about contributing something If you just work for money, you will never be happy. No matter how much money you're making, you won't be happy. If money is your only motivation for work, you have to feel like you're contributing something positive to society. You're contributing something positive to this world and helping spread that image of God throughout this world. And so if you came to work with this mindset, ask yourself the question, how can I contribute today? That will make all the difference for you. And if you're working on a job right now that you feel like you're not contributing anything positive to this world. Get a new job. Get a new job. Maybe not right away. Don't quit don't your job tomorrow. Don't, don't put that on me. But get a new job. You want to feel like you're contributing something. That you're helping people. That you're spreading the love of God through your work. All of you guys are on full-time ministry. All of you. Everyone in this room. Your job is just as important as my job, Pastor Chase's job, some mission. It doesn't make a difference. You are all in full-time ministry. You are all contributing to God's plans and purposes for this world, no matter what your vocation is. The last area is spiritually. So we talked about being a conqueror physically, relationally, professionally, spiritually. This area is say the best for last because this area has the most impact. You know that scene in Star Wars, like not the crappy new Disney Star Wars, but like the good one, you know, episode four, A New Hope, where Luke Skywalker is flying his plane and they're trying to take out the Death Star. And and Obi-Wan comes in, he's like, use the force, Luke, and he uses the force and he, and he drops, and he drops the, I don't know, it's like some kind of bomb into the middle of the Death Star and he blows the whole thing up You had to hit that strategic spot for their game plan to work. Because they were shooting on the outside of Death Star, but that did nothing. Spiritually, being a conqueror will pay greater dividends than any of these other areas. If you just hit this mark right, the other things can fall into place, and you can be a conqueror in the other areas. It's easier to be a conqueror in the other areas of your life as well. So spiritually, I just wanted to give you guys just some micro steps you can take. This is assuming maybe, maybe you haven't really started some kind of consistent devotional life. I want to give you guys something you can actually do. So Uversion Bible Lab has lots of great, easy, five-minute Bible plans. Guys, don't go home from this and be like, I'm going to read my Bible for 30 minutes every day. Because you probably won't. If, you, if you're going from nothing to 30 minutes every day, the odds of you sticking to that plan is on likely start small and that's okay that's okay for me when i was really struggling with having consistent devotional life i learned all right set a timer on my phone for like one minute and just pray for that minute and i know when that alarm goes off it's going to be over because i can focus just for that time on the lord start with something small set reminders on your phone to pray for things without your day scripture says pray without ceasing it's hard to do that if you're not. Reminding yourself. And eventually you can get to a point in your relationship with God where it just feels like God is with you throughout your day. But if you're not there yet, it can help to set little reminders on your phone to pray throughout your day. How many guys drive for more than 20 minutes a day? Okay, a lot of us. Listen to sermons on your drive. I give you guys two. Life.Church with Craig Rochelle, Crazy Love, Francis Chan. These are guys that I listen to almost every week. If you want more, I can give you that, but I wanted to give you guys a place to start. Now this is a great way to just learn more about the Bible, learn more about God in your everyday life, and you're not even taking up more time because you're already driving anyways. If you like to read, I'm a reader. If you're not a reader, you can get the audio book. I gave you guys two Christian books that can kind of encourage you to start taking these steps. That book, Do It For A Day by Mark Madison, Matt Patterson, awesome book about taking these steps to start living life as a conqueror in the little things. Because remember, Jesus said, take up your cross daily. So, I want to bring this all together. A careless man wakes up in the morning. And he hits the snooze button. And because he hits the snooze button, he sleeps in. 10 minutes longer. So he has no time to spend with God in the morning because he slept in an extra 10 minutes. He gets to work and he procrastinates at work because he told his brain at the start of the day that his day didn't really matter. Show me the first 10 minutes of your morning I'll show you the next year of your life. Mm -hmm. Every day matters. But you have to tell yourself that when you get up first thing. But the careless man didn't tell himself that. And so he goes to work and he procrastinates because that's how he started his day. And he lives his day without experiencing the presence of God because he doesn't intentionally talk to God throughout his day. And because of that, he isn't prepared to battle temptation because he isn't close to God. So he falls into traps of apathy. He falls into unhealthy habits of sin. He gains weight because he is not intentional about his physical health. His marriage survives, but it does not thrive. And as this progresses over time, you don't notice the difference from one day to the next, but from one month to the next, from two months to four months, from four months to eight months to one year later, you notice the difference, and his marriage progressively gets worse and worse because of the little decisions he's making each and every day. He doesn't enjoy work. He's only there for a paycheck, not for purpose. He starts to get lonely because he did not carve out time in his week for brotherhood. He is spiritually dry. And eventually, he stops going to church consistently and the cycle continues on and on. And you guys, he cares. He just cares less. But thank God. Thank God that is not who you are. That's who you used to be, but that's not who you are. Because you are more than a conqueror through him who has loved you. A conqueror gets up, and he doesn't hit the snooze button. He tells the snooze button to go to hell, because today matters. He gets up, and he starts his day in the presence of God, because that's how he wants to live his day. He pre-planned when he was going to exercise, so he would do it when he doesn't feel like it. He puts on the full armor of God to battle temptation. On his drive to work, he listens to the audio Bible or a Christian book or a sermon. Because he has trained his brain to practice self-denial, he stopped drinking soda at lunch. And over a course of time, he lost 30 pounds over the course of a year. That is, I, I Google this, okay? So, Google's always right. <laughs> His mind is sharper at work because he does not live in apathy. So he has a promotion coming up because his boss sees that he's a contributor. His marriage and sex life are outstanding because he puts his wife first and serves her. as Christ gave himself up for the church. His friendships are strong because he has intentionally sought out a group of brothers to hold him accountable to become the man he wants to be. His relationship with God has never been better. That's who you are. That's who you're going to be. That's who God made you to be. And I got to tell you guys, you, I, I'm preaching this message, you can be up here thinking, there's no way this guy does all this. A year ago, I'll tell you where I was at. One year ago, I was exercising maybe two times a week. I was doing my devotions maybe three or four times a week for like 10 minutes. I was binge-watching a lot of TV shows at home, wasting time. Now, I exercise probably about three or four times a week. I do my devotions with God six times a week. I probably have about, it's usually about 45 minutes a day. Because in the morning, I'll get up I'll read my Bible. Some, I'll pray. I'll do like a prayer journal. I'll do sermons throughout my day. Every night, I'll read a Christian book. And so it adds up to being somewhere in the ballpark of 30, 45 minutes a day six days a week. My marriage is better. I feel better. My health is better. I have an accountability partner I talk to multiple times a week. I love my job. And I have a new vision for my career now that I didn't have a year ago. But it's because I started with the little things. I started making those little decisions to say, I want to be a conqueror. I'm not going to be careless. We're going to close with this verse from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 19. This is what it says. Today. Everybody say today. 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 I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now that I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make, Heaven and earth are witnessing the choice that you make every day because God cares about your day. God calls you to take up your cross daily. That you would choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Let's go to the next verse. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the what? This is the key to your life. What's the key to your life? It's the choice you make every day. It's the choice you make every day coming down from this mountain to be careless or to be a conqueror. Every day you make this choice between life or death. Every day you make this choice between God's blessings or God's curses. Every day you make the choice to be careless or to be a conqueror. But now you have a game plan. So be who God has called you to be. Be a conqueror. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that we are more than conquerors through your love. That's who we are. And God, you have given us a game plan through your word to be conquerors, to live out who we are in you. And God, we are able to live this out not striving to be a conqueror, but know we already are. We are already living from a place of victory because Christ has won the victory for us. So God, we just pray right now that every day when we wake up, we would resist the lie
1: that we are not conquerors, but we live in the truth that we are. And our lives would reflect that, that we make these little choices physically, relationally,
0: professionally, spiritually, God, to pursue you, to live as a conqueror each and every day as we come back home from this mountain. In Jesus' name, Amen. Alright guys, speaking of brotherhood, uh, Vincent and Adam have an announcement for you guys. An announcement?